Hi, Horror Hunts. I am so, so excited because it's our Halloween episode. So for today's episode, it's just going to be your normal two co-hosts. Hi, I'm Meg. We we, we regularly have guests because I barely have any friends that want to do this. <laughs> and we've already gone through everyone you know. <laughs> so mm, I feel like there's still some people out there that might want to talk to us. But um, are you not going to introduce yourself? Um, I was debating it and... <laughs> <laughs> You've decided it's a no. I decided that I'm too famous to introduce myself. Okay. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm V. I'm done with you. <laughs> no, I'm V, your other co-host. And this is going to be a very long episode, which we haven't done in a very long time. Strap in. And it's going to be chaotic. Yeah, because I mean... It's like the holiday of chaos. It's Halloween. Like, this is how we're going to be celebrating our Halloween together is by recording this episode. So happy Halloween, V. Happy Halloween, girly. (laughs) Okay, so should we jump right into it? We have a lot to talk about today. So I know that there is some horror news that you want to share. I think everyone's seen it at this point, but I wanted to discuss the... um... (laughs) Absolutely iconic and phenomenal trailer we just had for the film Megan. <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. It was all me. It was all my doing. But it's Megan with a Y, isn't it? No, it's spelled exactly like my name, but with a three. So even more ominous. If we get two comments, even two comments or messages or anything, I will change my name on all social media <laughs> to <laughs> Megan with an E. Wait, a three as an E. Oh my god. Exactly gosh. like that V. That'd be iconic. But yeah. So <laughs> I'm really aiming high for us, by the way. <laughs> Me too. So yeah, it was it was um I would say it's camp, the trailer. Like you had Taylor Swift music playing. Yeah, that was <laughs> <laughs> remarkable i loved it <laughs> and we had a clip i know that was strategic then putting that clip of megan dancing and doing a flip they that know how strategic. to market yes yeah like i think we need more marketing like this like you know the movie smile that just came out and the marketing they did oh my for god that. Okay, let me let me say one thing though. Maybe it's just because I went to the movies a lot between like August and September, but I felt like I couldn't escape that smile movie trailer. Like everywhere I turned, it was like advertised to me or like showing in a movie theater, and I was like, "Holy shit, mm. can we chill?" But their marketing that they like placed people like in like crowds, mm. and I've seen them in TikToks. Like that was super cool, but. It, God, they just pushed that trailer so hard. I feel like I've seen the movie, but I haven't seen the movie. (laughs) No, I completely get that. But it made people talk about it and build hype. And that is what we need. Like, remember the days between um, 2000 and 2010 where horror marketing was everything. Oh, my God. And everywhere. Like, we need to bring that back. We need to bring back this energy of getting people to talk about it speaking of advertising 
Oh my god, I have been seeing insanely good reviews for Terrifier 2. Like, I don't mm. know if you've seen them on the internet, but people were like, they're puking and passing out in the theater. And I'm just like, I don't know why this would, like, compel me to want to see it, but why is it compelling me to want to see it? You know my feelings on Terrifier. Like, yeah. I'm not a Terrifier fan, but I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, chicken. Chicken's not a Terrifier fan either. But it's making me want to see it because I'm like, what the fuck are they flipping out about? But then again, like, me and you have watched a lot of horror movies, so maybe to us it's not as, like, ooh, crazy, but, like, what is going on in this film? Honestly, it's like, um, first of all, um, the fact that Stephen King himself tweeted about Terrifier and was like, I've been hearing really good things about Terrifier. Should I watch it? And it was like, ah! It's on Mr. King's radar. Hello. I was about to say, if the king has spoken, his word is final. The thing is, I don't want to believe all these like headlines that are like, everyone is freaking out and people are passing out and puking because we've had this shit before. Like, Megan is missing. Yeah, I was going to say, um, people are freaking out. I remember about Conjuring. Yeah. When The Conjuring came out, there was like the, that poster that was like, caution, this movie is making people like freak out. If you need help, reach out. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, like you guys are really pressed about this. Exactly. <laughs> like we've seen this marketing before. We've seen people like, like articles being written like this before. And then you watch the film and you're like, this is not what was advertised to me through these uh, articles this is a lie but also what does that say about us that we're like mm, it's all right <laughs> um i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't have the words for you bestie but sorry um back to megan uh, wow first of all <laughs> first of all the lineup of stars mm. in this very good so i'm excited about that but also like why is she giving? Like, I'm eating it up, Miss Megan. I think she's going to be a gay icon. <laughs> <laughs> she probably will be a gay icon. Like, let's face it. She already is. Yes. Like, it was just giving to the girls the gays in the days, you know? They, it really was. <laughs> but, like, the the thing that compels me the most is I've never really, like, seen an AI. I mean, like, we have, like terminator movies and stuff like that but like this is feels like a very first like very 21st 22nd 23rd what century are we in it feels very modern i think it's the 21st century we're in you know here we are yeah making ourselves look like idiots once again but yeah you know what i'm saying like it's a very interesting like ai but then i also think back to the new chucky because it was very similar to what this storyline is. So I feel like they just kind of took Chucky and said, how can I make this more relatable to girls? You literally took the words right out of my mouth. But Chucky's for the girls, the gays in the days. Like, have you seen the stuff about season two of Chucky? Yes, yes. That? Yeah, and like, I get that. But like, do you see what I'm saying? It just kind of made Chucky into an American girl doll. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) no you're completely right um i think we're obviously seeing trends come back like obviously vampires are coming back like they've just redone oh my god academy on peacock um which i told my parents to watch and they've just binged it (laughs) 
<laughs> Wait, okay, so Vampire Academy. I think that are they based on books? Yes. Like um okay, um young adult like YA books. Okay. I don't think it's the same Vampire Academy, but have you ever heard of the House of Night books? The what? They're called The House of Night. If anybody out there is listening to that and you have read those books, I think that's what it's called. It's a series. Bestie, no. <laughs> I did not ring, uh, read young adult books. Here, Here's a synopsis. It is a series of young adult vampire-themed fantasy novels by author P.C. Cast and her daughter Kristen Cast. It follows the adventures of Zoe Redbird, a 16-year-old who is marked becomes a fledgling vampire and has to is required to attend the House of Night boarding school in Tosa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. There's like several of these books, but I remember being like absolutely enamored with them when I was a preteen. Never heard of them? No. Okay, well, if anybody out there is like crazy like me, please um, tweet or Instagram us because those books were very scandalous. But yeah vampires sorry we're like going off (laughs) yeah like we're just seeing like trends come back again and maybe ai will be a new trend hopefully not stop but ai is so scary no are you listening alexa the thing is it will i i don't think megan's gonna scare me I think I'm gonna love. Oh, absolutely not. I'm. I was about to say I'm definitely going into this. Like this is a comedy. Yeah, I'm gonna be doing finger snaps. Like yes, Megan, kill them. Yes, you know. <laughs> yeah. So this is definitely gonna be a must watch for me at least. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Hold on. Can we still plan to watch Terrifier two together? Is it out in the UK? Oh, I don't know. Probably not. Oh, we're about to, we're, I was about to say, I hope this doesn't, like, send us down right now. Let's <laughs> crash and burn. Oh, hold on. Oh, it's already out on, like, Blu-ray. No, yeah. Oh, no, it's going to be released on Blu-ray on the 24th of October here. So. Okay, so we can watch it together. Yeah. Because I'm just, I feel like I need to express to you. Oh, it will be on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, then- why I'm not a fan i feel like i can't really put it into words unless i'm watching it okay okay so are we gonna do our movie facetime to watch it yes okay yes, best yes okay that's a plan <laughs> if you could see my face right now i know it's gonna go bad <laughs> <laughs> it gonna be bad bestie <laughs> yeah that'll be fun mm. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, um, Will you take video and, like, screen record if I um, pass out and throw up and maybe shit on myself, please? Or should we, like, <laughs> clickbait it for our socials? <laughs> no, legitimately, though, art doesn't scare me, but... I His design is cool. His design is very cool. I just... I've told you before, I'm not, like, a, a fan of gore just for gore. Or, like, killing without, like, a real substantial storyline. You know what without I'm saying? Like, I need, like, a reason. connection. Yeah, I just, I need a connection to the storyline, and I don't get that with those movies. That's completely understandable. I can't, I can't find my way in. Slither my way in. I don't know why I just did that. Do you have any more horror news? Because I really haven't been keeping up with the news, to be honest. Um, Literally, all that's been on my For You page on TikTok and my Twitter is Megan. Megan. 
just talking about that one clip. That's hysterical. Um, but I did want to do like an oversight of what we've recently watched since we last recorded. Um, because I've watched a lot. <laughs> Surprisingly. I, I really haven't been watching much. Surprisingly. So I've watched My Best Friend's Exorcism. Oh yeah, I did watch that. That was that was giving. Yeah. That was giving. I truly enjoyed it. Like I laughed. Like out loud. Yeah. I have seen a lot of people shitting on that movie and saying like, I don't know, it doesn't have the um emotional level of the book, but I th- I thought that it was a good adaptation. As somebody who's read it, I thought that the book was kind of like, I don't want to say corny, but like it had that yeah, like young sort of feeling to it, at least me reading it. And so I felt like this movie kind of matched that. Like it was fun, it was camp, it was cute. Yeah. Like we we both enjoyed this author and we know his books are comedies. Like they're horror, but they're comedies as well. So I felt yeah. it was doing what it was supposed to do. It was giving what it was supposed to give. And I enjoyed it. Exactly. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, so that's on Prime in America. And the UK. Where is it? Okay. So yeah, you can catch that on Prime. Yes. Amazon. And I watched um, The Midnight Club. Oh, yeah. I remember we talked about this last week, mm-hmm. and you were saying, like, you loved it. Oh, yeah. You got your parents to watch mm-hmm. it, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They enjoyed it as well. So it was a huge hit in my house. I I thoroughly, thoroughly loved it. And I think I was speaking to one of my customers on, well, one of my customers, or was it someone else's customer? Anyway, I was speaking to someone at work on the phone, one of the customers, and we were talking about the Midnight Club. And how we're excited for Mike Flanagan's next project. Yeah, um, we'll probably talk a lot about him today, to be honest, but I'm excited to watch it because I opened up TikTok earlier this morning and the first video on my For You page was somebody being like, what? Like, legitimately full sobbing. Like, why didn't you guys tell me that the Midnight Club was like this? So I'm like... Ooh. I told you there He's were done bits it again. that I fully cried at because I was so emotionally invested into this series. I I sobbed. I'm not gonna lie. There were parts oh my I, God, I love that. sobbed, but it was really good. Recommend. Um what else? Hold on. I'm just gonna just take my phone and just quickly look on Letterbox because I've watched just a lot. Um I watched a new Monster High movie. <laughs> Ooh. It was camp. I've never seen those. It was camp. It gave what it was supposed to give amazing i watched a very campy movie two days ago when i was recovering from my covid booster mm. and flu shot because i was like miserable Dead. yeah that's how i felt um my armpits still hurt but um i watched a- an aubrey plaza movie called life after beth mm. i fucking love that film it's so good i went in completely blind and let me just say, first of all, Matthew Gray Goobler. I've no. Ne- oh my god, he's so You're good looking. It is. I'm obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. I love. You've him. got a drinks cup of his character from Criminal yes. Minds. Yes, I have a. I have a Matthew Gray Goobler shirt. I love him. He's a little freak, but we love that. You know he is, and he's a he's a Halloween freak, which makes me love him even more. But the scene where she's strapped to the stove and rolls down, 
I was dying. Like, legitimately, I felt like I was dying, but also (laughs) I was laughing hysterically. Oh my god, I can't believe you've never watched it before. Because I I love Audrey Plaza. Like, I... Me too. She... Since Park and Recreations, she has such a special place in my heart. And then she voiced Grumpy Cat for a Grumpy Cat Christmas movie. (laughs) But also I will watch anything that they're in together because wow they were in she did a little bit of criminal minds Mm. and like her character was really close to spencer in that storyline and um i was like i want to be there (laughs) right now i want to go to there literally like my sexuality was like i don't know where to be looking right now um i also watched um werewolf by night which is a a marvel special and Mm -hmm. i loved it oh my god like you can't really tell it's a marvel special if you had no idea it was marvel you'd be like ah this is just a cute homage to you know black and white horror films but it was really good Nice. It was really, really good. I recommend you watch it. I, I was going to watch it, and then instead I watched My Best Friend's Exorcism. Yeah. So I feel like it was pretty, it was a decent trade. Yeah. We were like texting, and I was like, I just finished this. And you're like, oh my God, I'm just finishing this. And I was like, I'm going to watch this now. And you're like, I'm going to watch this. And you're like, actually, no, I'm going to watch this. <laughs> it, Me, I can never make up my mind. No, but yeah, as soon as you get the time to watch it, it's not that long. And I think you would enjoy it. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Okay, bestie. I'll let you know when I watch it. Okay, okay. It might be next Halloween, but I'll watch it. No. I have a long watch list. Me too, but it's not that long. You can fit it in. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Fair enough. And and then I watched Halloween Ends yesterday. When we're recording it, it was yesterday, but it'll be a couple of weeks ago when we release it yeah i was going to watch it and then something came up so i didn't get the chance to but um i have been seeing a lot of things about that movie i have many conflicting feelings okay that's kind of what i've been seeing is it as good as halloween and then halloween kills no is does it perfectly end the halloween fran- like saga with laurie strode I think they could have done better. Um, there were parts I really, really enjoyed, but I did not enjoy the main storyline. Okay, well, that was a um, a rough one for me to li- listen to. Well, I sent you a picture and sent you three words. I literally sent you what yeah. the fuck, and that is exactly how I feel. That's what I've been seeing. I'll probably now at this point watch it at home because I'm starting to get to the point where people are like posting spoilers and I'm like, I can't be on social media. Yeah. But yowch. And uh, and you know me, even if it's a bad film, I can still like enjoy it. There were parts that I did not enjoy. And And for it to be the Laurie Strode final, it didn't give what it needed to give. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I guess we'll pick this conversation back up when I'm able to watch it, but that is a um, telling review. Thank you, V. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> Did you watch anything else this week? Um, This week, no. It was the final She-Hulk. Okay. And then, yeah, it's been Bake Off here in the UK going on. 
Um, and, you know, for some reason, some Americans are obsessed with Great British Bake Off. Bestie, it is a fantastic show. <laughs> I guess I like cooking shows. I don't know. Uh-uh. It's not a cooking show. It's a baking show. Baking show. And there is drama. Okay. Well, look, I don't even, like, have time to finish the shows that I've started. But if I'm ever, like, I don't really don't know what to watch, I'll throw it on. How about that? You, I think after one episode, you might get hooked. But you might not. Mm, I'll have to let you know. Well, V, since Halloween week is coming up, I thought that we could dive into today's segment. So -hmm. this week, me and V are going to be sharing with you our top three scary, spooky Halloween movies to watch during the holiday. We've kind of given you um, two of them because we were originally going to do a top five, but then we both were like, wait, we should talk about Hocus Pocus and Trick or Treat. So um, those definitely would be in my top five. What do you think, V? Do you agree with that sentiment? 100%. Like... They are definitely two films that I will watch when Halloween comes round. Yes. They're just the perfect balance of each other. So obviously they had to get dedicated episodes. But this episode I'm super excited for because we don't know what the other person has chosen. So whoever's listening, you will be hearing this. I mean, as I'm hearing it, as V's hearing it. So I'm excited because for some reason, I feel like we're going to have a movie in common. I t- Maybe. Like, I... I don't know. Definitely, As I warned you, I haven't gone through traditional, like, horror films. Only one of my yeah, picks same. is technically a horror. Wait, same. I don't think it's the same pick because mine is just no i don't think it's the same pick either but that's just really interesting yeah but i think it's because around halloween i definitely enjoy the nostalgia feeling so i will watch films from my childhood mainly dude same like that's why i'm saying halloween day if we have the same pick but halloween day I tend to stray away from watching horrors because I'll watch them all year round. Exactly. Like, I want something that's going to make me feel the nostalgic Mm -hmm. Halloween feel from when I was a kid because it's so different now as you're an adult. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And that is why only, like, one of my picks is technically a traditional horror. But when I tell you what it is, you're going to be like, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. Well, the thing about it for me is, like, Watching scary movies has been such a cultural, I think, feeling for Halloween. Like, oh, it's Halloween. It's time to throw on a scary movie. Like, that's just something that even though we don't we don't celebrate Halloween the same. I feel like in both of our cultures, that is something that you do around this time of year, no matter where you are. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because we do watch horror films all year round. And, you know, this is why we have a podcast called Horror Hunts. Or, as my manager called you the other day, Hot Honey. He called you. Did you speak to your Hot Honey? Yes, Brian. I spoke to my Hot Honey. I didn't even want to correct him. Thanks, Brian. (laughs) But, like, it's such a big part of our life that Halloween, I feel like, is the only time that I really, truly give myself a break from horror. Like, it's one day out of the year. That's so interesting. But I'm like, okay, like, I'm just gonna chill, watch stuff that's gonna give me that autumn feeling, that, ah, 
childhood like oh i remember what it's like not being an adult yeah, like that warm cozy like blanket around you mm-hmm. um so meg yeah what's up what's your first pick okay please don't be mad at me because i told you that it's, it was very hard for me okay. to narrow it down i kind of have like a combo for my top three so number three i'm sorry what the fuck you're you're gonna understand you're like bitch okay you'll understand when i tell you so my number three pick for a movie to watch during halloween is gonna be the adams family and adams Mm. family values i can't do one yeah that's that's fair because thank you thank you i felt now you made me feel validated (laughs) this cast is amazing It gives you that perfect, like, spooky feeling. And, I mean, who does not love the Addams mm. Family? People who haven't watched the Addams Family don't like the Addams Family. I mean, yeah, exactly. Because anybody that watches Addams Family knows that they're, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. This is something that I grew up watching. And I feel like these films, maybe to me, I understand that there's a lot of controversy around Wednesday casting. But these, to me, truly felt like the characters. Mm. I thought that the casting was spot on. They gave the right vibes, the right atmosphere. The costuming was amazing. And the stories are so good. Even though technically Adam's Family Values could be classed as a Thanksgiving movie. But I honestly think that this is a really good duo of films. Maybe for Thanksgiving, that's our film we should cover. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I completely agree with you. Like... Adam's family has just got this certain feeling when you watch it that you're like, I want to be a part of this family. No, seriously, though, like, I love these two movies. So do you agree with that pick? Do you feel like that's a solid third place? 100% it's a solid third place. Like, it's definitely a great film to watch around Halloween. Like, well, films. I forgot the plural. Sorry. (laughs) Um, no, they're they're fantastic films to watch around Halloween. Um, they're fantastic films to watch anytime. But when you want that certain feeling in your chest, Adam's Family is definitely way to go. Yeah, because it's like warm and cozy. Like I want to live with them. Like I want. Can to I go be part of there. the Adam's Family? <laughs> like they're just. I I hate to say that they're cute, but like no, but they are. They're cute. Like the reason why it's called Adam's Family Family Values. Is because they really do value their family. Like, they're very protective. And even though, yes, Wednesday tries to kill her brother a lot. You know, that's just them. She loves him. Like, if anyone tried to hurt her brother, she would hurt them. As we see in the Wednesday trailer, I mean, she'll do anything to protect Pugsley. And just Morticia and Gomez are couple goals. They are. They are. Big love. Big love to them. But, okay. Now that I've shared mine, I'm really curious to know what yours is, because I know that you were like, ooh, kind of having a tough time. Yes, we were both having a tough time. Yes. Yeah. So in my third place is the 2003 Disney Channel movie, The Haunted Mansion. I knew that you were going to say this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I, I love this film so fucking much like it may not be like the best for everyone else but the fact that this was first of all we had as the main family a black family i was like go off protect your wife protect your kids yes Adam murphy yes i thought that he was really good in that role yeah 
It really was. And honestly, this film is just something that I watched on repeat as a kid. Like, it was one of those DVDs that I kept in my TV and just watched over and over again. And now as I got older, it's one of those films that comes out at Halloween. And the cast, like Jennifer Tilly as Madame Leota. Oh my God. God, I love yeah. Jennifer Tilly. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's a really, really good choice because Disney, I know for you, was like a really big part of your childhood. So it's it has that nostalgia factor, just like Adam's family had for me. I think that's a really solid one. I rewatched that movie for the first time since probably it aired last Halloween season and I was like god this movie is super good it Mm. definitely has like a certain vibe to it so that's a really solid one thank you thank you and you're welcome the fact that I've never been on the Haunted Mansion ride makes you sad it's a tragedy (laughs) like In in Disneyland Paris it's called Phantom Manor Ooh, and apparently it's a lot darker than the Haunted Mansion in America yeah because it sounds darker Mm, but you know at some point when I have the Muller because I'm saving up for something else at the moment I will go and I will go on that fucking ride but yes it's just a perfect film just a perfect film that's a solid choice V thank you thank you what's your next choice bestie so I'm interested to hear your opinion on my second choice it is the 1982 banger that is Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. I had a feeling this was going to be one of your picks because you love that film. Like, Season of the Witch is basically part of your personality. (laughs) I will stand by that. I know that a lot of people don't really like this one because it's not Michael Myers. But honestly, I think that this movie is so good. Like, I low-key wish that the Halloween franchise stuck with its guns and took the Halloween storyline that was Michael and Laurie and changed it. Like, they thought that this movie could be kind of like the beginning of an anthology series to where not every storyline had to revolve around those two characters. And I think that that would have been good because, I mean, as you said with the Halloween ends, like, there is a lot wrapped up with Michael and Laurie, and it makes it to feel like a very tumultuous fan base because some people like some, some people like the other. But I would like to think that most horror fans will agree with me that this movie is fucking rad. Like, for those of you who haven't seen it, I don't want to say too much because I feel like this definitely is like a hidden gem of a movie. Who doesn't want Tom Atkins to be like this rock star shining hero when it comes to a evil corporation trying to manipulate and mind control kids using Halloween costumes? Like, come on. Are you kidding me? I think probably why people have such an issue with the film is because it has got Halloween in the name. If it didn't have Halloween, if it was like a separate film to the Halloween franchise and was named something maybe different, I think a lot more people would love it, if that makes sense. Because they associate the name Halloween, like the Halloween films, with Michael Myers. And if they had, you know, done it 
like as a spin-off maybe and like with a different title so many more people would probably appreciate the film so i believe that john carpenter like thought that halloween could move past just being that storyline and have it be centered around halloween night but not have the same characters or storyline that is michael and laurie but ultimately it ended up being that but i feel like if they just kind of stuck with that people probably wouldn't have been a huge fan of them because or this movie because it didn't have them but i feel Mm -hmm. like it could have evolved into be something super cool and then people would look back on it like i hope they do now and be like wait hold on they were on to something there like that was good it was fun it was it had that spooky vibe but it wasn't i don't know i i just fucking love this movie it's hard to put into words i mean i love it so much i have a tattoo yeah exactly that's what i mean it's basically part of your personality (laughs) (laughs) yes so if you haven't watched the third halloween because for some reason you're like i don't know people are kind of divided on this movie watch it it's so good anyway v what's your second pick so i find it fascinating that our second picks are both traditional horror films um (laughs) my one with the same um, person but different font basically yeah um (laughs) so my second choice is the 2003 horror film freddy versus jason (laughs) okay this is your personality like these are really shining right now (laughs) it is like yes it's a traditional horror but there's so much comedy in it and i think that's why i really enjoy watching it around halloween because i want to laugh at halloween i don't want to be like you know i want to sit and enjoy myself i don't want to be like oh my god it's not like a serious holiday like you want it to be sort of whimsical i mean the fact that people dress up it should be like note that halloween is not a serious time no you're it's basically the one time a year that you're allowed to give kids candy without knowing them (laughs) that's true (laughs) so you know and Freddy vs. Jason does not take itself seriously. Like, if you've not watched this film for some ungodly known reason, do it and just go in your mind blank. Don't think that it's going to be, you know, a scary film like Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th. You're getting two titans of horror battling each other. And it is just funny. It's just funny. The way they made Jason afraid of water is just funny. (laughs) (laughs) yeah this movie gives in so many ways but you want to know what i think is funny too is that both of these picks are from like our favorite era of horror movies like i chose kind of like a cheesy 80s movie and you chose a funny early 2000s movie like i mean i know they're not funny but like that's funny that that alone speaks for itself like it's just great that we both really enjoy horrors from different eras of time yeah because it it opens up so much conversation in horror hunts and you know no i totally agree it's just great and i am still very very upset that they never made a sequel to this film Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, because that would have been camp as fuck. I would like to see like a Freddy versus Jason versus like Sharknado or something really <laughs> fucking out there. 
That would have been great. Oh, no. Freddy versus Jason versus Chucky. Oh, my God. I was literally having a discussion about Chucky with my coworker. And I, she was like, I just never understood Chucky. Like, why? Why are we scared of him? I was like, I would punt that motherfucker across the room so fast. But anyway, we're getting off um, yeah. subject. Yes. So what is your number one pick? So I know that you're gonna heart eye emoji this pick. This movie was one of the movies that I watched a lot when I was a kid around Halloween and not around Halloween. My parents love this movie. I love this film. So I chose it to be my number one pick to watch around Halloween. And that is the 1988 classic that is Beetlejuice. Yes! Oh my god. Perfect. Perfect. Maybe it was because it was on like the ABC, like 31 Days of Halloween. Like this movie was a really big part of my childhood Halloween. Like this gives me childhood memories. And I remember that my parents dressed up as um, them, but like the zombie version of them like they did like the they had like worms coming out of them and stuff so that like really makes me think of this movie makes me think of them but like going back to thinking that Halloween should be like fun and whimsical like that is this movie it gives you the right amount of like whimsy with kind of like scary but fun I mean, it's a Tim Burton film, so I mean, that should say something in and of itself. But I just rewatched this because Val's mom had never seen it. Oh my god, tragedy. You also have to remember, though, she is a religious Mexican woman, so she didn't really like celebrate Halloween that much. But I was like, look, if you're going to be staying with us, you have to watch Beetlejuice. Like, that's non negotiable. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, completely. You are completely right to show that and spread the message that this film is just perfect. Like, from the set design to just the cast, like, oh my God, like Michael Keaton as Beetlegeist. Perfect. Listen, I love Gina Davis. Mm. She is beautiful. And how was Alec Baldwin that good looking at one point? Like, that is beyond me. (laughs) Legit. Like, it's kind of like John Travolta. Right. When he was younger, oh my god, perfection. But I think as you get older, you you kind of like, you want to age with grace. Unlike some people. But Michael Keaton still, to this day, hmm. He could get it. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I've had almost a glass of wine. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part about this movie and character, though, is Lydia. Like, Mm. she is one of my favorite characters of all time. I related to her so hard when I was younger. I was like, oh my god, girl, I feel you. And I was watching this movie and I was like, oh my god, girl, I feel you. (laughs) Renona Ryder is just a perfect lady. She really is, though. She I would roll the red carpet out for her every single day. Like, if she paid me to do that, I would be grateful. Yes, and this movie has so many iconic scenes. My favorite one being, and I tell Val that I am this scene all the time, Mm. where she goes, if you don't let me gut out this house and make it my own, I will go crazy and I will take it with me. That is me 100%. Oh my God. You know me, I love decorating. So I'm like, I feel you. But- I just love this movie. It's nostalgia, but I feel like it perfectly wraps up what I love about Halloween. Even though it technically doesn't take place around Halloween, I love it anyway. No, but like, this is the thing, like, our picks aren't traditional, well, apart from one of yours, aren't traditionally centered around Halloween night. 
Yeah. They just give you this feeling of nostalgia, which Halloween is about, you know? Yes. So, you know, like, we could have gone for, like, you know, Halloween Town and stuff like that. But, yes, that that would be a great pick. I was about to say, that movie does slap, though. It does slap. Halloween Town, oh, my God, the nostalgia I get from that film is perfection. But, unfortunately, it did not make it into my top three. Um, Well, V... Tell me what did make it into your top three. What is your final choice? Because I am like dying to know, dude. And I kind of feel like I already know, but I want to kind of prove myself right or wrong. (laughs) So this film is basically my personality. And it is just one of those films that I will watch when I'm sad, when I'm upset when I'm not feeling well. And one I will watch at Halloween every single year. And of course... I am talking about the 1998 film Scooby-Doo Zombie Island. Oh my god, that is not what I thought you were going to pick. But What did you think I was going to pick? Amazing. For some reason, I thought you were going to pick Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, no, that's my Christmas film in my head. Okay, okay, fair enough. But wow, I love it. It was a mix between... Um, well, I was going to have like Mars Attacks in my top three, but I don't watch that every Halloween. But Scooby Doo Zombie Island is something I will watch every single year on Halloween. Like, it gives you that perfect mixture of spookiness and childhood nostalgia with funniness. No, that really is your personality, though. 100% it is, because I will talk about it to the day I die. <laughs> And again, V, like an early 2000s movie. Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk it? Like, I truly thrived in that I know it was technically in the 90s, but like, (laughs) I know it was in the 90s, but like we were watching it in the early 2000s. 100%. So for us. Like, I don't remember how I got introduced to this film as a kid. I just remember it being, again, one of those films that I watched on repeat nonstop because Probably the autism that I was undiagnosed with as a child and still to this day because it is so expensive to get diagnosed. And as an adult, like over a thousand pounds. Thank you, no. Um, No thanks. Thanks for no thanks. But when I was obsessed with the film, that film lived in my TV, my DVD player for months, months until I got a new fixation and scooby-doo zombie island was again one of those films that lived in my dvd player and the theme tune stuck in my head all day long i really want to eat the beignets in that movie oh i've never had a beignet <gasps> oh my god they're so good bestie next year yes i will take you to get beignets i mean yes! i'm i'm not from louisiana so i probably don't have like amazing beignets but damn they're fucking good i will definitely take you to a beignet brunch i'm so excited like as if you don't know i'm planning on spending my birthday next year with meg because because i'm so cool and awesome because we've been friends for how long now over 10 years over a decade and we've still not physically met which is a crime and people need to be held responsible for that which is us So next year, over my birthday, my 27th birthday, I am going to be spending um, some time with Meg. And who knows? 
Well, we do know. We're going to record an episode in person and maybe record it. And it's going to be the most chaotic thing in the world. Well, okay. Yes. So that's what you guys have to look forward to next Halloween because we could do like a little Halloween special together. But I do have, I do have a very special treat for today's ending it's probably going to be a big portion of the episode but i went and obviously we've talked about it sold at a vendor show and i made a little sign asking people to put what their favorite scary movie is into a little cauldron for us to read on the episode today so are you ready v i have not looked through these so these are people that wanted to participate at the vendor show they gave me permission to read these so I think that we should dig into them because like I said, one part of Halloween is I feel like it's a shared cultural experience. Halloween equals watching scary movies. So what better way to spend our Halloween episode by reading people's favorite scary movies? Yes, I'm so excited for this portion and I'm so glad you have not read any of them. So we can both experience these choices together. Also, disclaimer, we're going to be as nice as we possibly can because these are people's opinions, um, but we may have opinions of our own. So even though maybe some we won't agree with, we will respect your choice to a degree. (laughs) So... If you hear us talking about your answer, please follow us on social media and um, share our stuff if you hear us. V, what's our socials before we get too far into this? Oh, my God. So, um, Rose's hit. Right. So, we've got Instagram. And our Instagram handle is uh, Podcast. And, you know, I do the socials and I missed this lovely lady's message the other day because I have not got my Instagram notifications on. So I do apologize. But we're going to tag on a little thing at the end. This lovely little lady who met Meg at the vendor show with her daughter. And we're just going to give some slight tips on if you want to start your own podcast because there's no gatekeeping in this house. We have also got Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at Horhan's Pod. And my mum has Twitter and she likes a lot of our tweets. So thank you, mum, even though you don't listen to the episodes. Uh -uh -uh. Shout out to Elizabeth. Shout out to Elizabeth, who's not going to listen to this. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she will now. The first note that I have from Anonymous is Hellraiser. Fantastic choice. I love that for them. See, I love the original Hellraiser. Still not had the chance to see the new one. I could take it or leave it. Like, it's okay to me. Um, But the new Hellraiser is bomb as fuck. So, sorry, V. Spoiler alert. Eh, I've already seen that on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) This one is from at she don't care and i remember this person they said that their favorite scary movie is the nun interesting pick um it is a very interesting pick i know that people really have a connection to that movie um i will say a religious figure being demonic very very traumatizing triggering um traumatic so like i get that i just um, I've moved past the Conjuring series, but I do know that people really still love it. And I will say the original, like, two movies, very strong. The Nun just isn't one of my faves. No, I remember watching The Nun in the cinema and I kind of felt 
disappointed in a way but i could see why it could be someone's favorite um horror film to watch around halloween because there are moments where it was like oh scary especially in a cinema with like the loud sounds and like the real darkness but it's not one of my favorites but i respect your choice that is one thing about that movie it's very dark yeah like you can't see shit (laughs) no you can't the next <laughs> one that I have chosen. Their name is Fence. Hello. Smiley Hi. face. Hi. Number one. Ooh, V, we need to be friends with this person. It says number one, nope. Oh, okay, slay. <laughs> Go back and listen to our nope episode. It's really good. We also have an episode about this next movie because they gave me a top three. Is Midsommar. Oh, slay. <laughs> Beside Midsommar, it says gatekeep, gaslight, girl boss. Yes! Um, <laughs> Sorry, the wine is it. <laughs> so interesting. Um, we also, like I said, have an episode about Midsommar. V obviously loves Midsommar. I'm just not an Ari Aster fan. I sound like such a fucking asshole <laughs> on this episode because I'm like, I'm not really a fan. I don't like this shit. So, but but it's like also like, what do I like? <laughs> I do like this third movie though. Now, I'm not saying that I don't like Nope because I fucking love Nope. But number three is Alien. Ooh, classic choice. Salay. Yes. Very good choices. Yes, next to that one, it says God, that body horror. Yeah, mm. I fucking love Alien. Ripley is one of my favorite characters. She is also featured in our final girl episode. Yes, one of our first episodes. Yeah, one of our first episodes. Oh my episodes. God, throwback. <laughs> throwback to what? February? Ooh. Or March. Oh my God. This year's gone so fast. We've almost been doing this for a year. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. I'm spiraling. <laughs> okay, this person also gave me a top three. People were taking the rule and just spending it. <laughs> and another one that has their number one movie listed as Nope. Oh, okay. Slay. Nope really had an impact on people. Yes, I mean, it's Jordan Peele. We fucking love Jordan Peele. Oh, we do. Um, so like... Obviously amazing, brilliant. Mm-hmm. But number two, you are gonna connect with this person because Cabin in the Woods. <gasps> ah! Yes, that is a perfect pick. Also would have been in my top three, but there are so many good choices that we could have. But Cabin in the Woods is a fantastic film. Slay. <laughs> yes, I heart Cabin in the Woods. I also find it very interesting that this is the second Sigourney Weaver um, film mentioned so far. So She's an love icon. that. She is an icon. The third one is a movie that I haven't heard of called Triangle. Mm, I have heard about this. It's about the Bermuda Triangle. It says yacht passengers encounter mysterious weather conditions that force them to jump onto another ship only to yeah. have the odd havoc increase. Yeah. Director so- Christopher Smith from... Tw- 2009 yeah so the ship they jump into they don't realize they're in the bermuda triangle and basically they're they're stuck in a loop okay so you know that would make me sick i can't watch that type of movie no where it's like repeating itself then no but it doesn't repeat itself so you go through like the film with one continuous story and it's only at the end spoiler alert um, that you realize it's a loop because of the Bermuda Triangle. So Dark Pictures, who did Until Dawn, have a game very similar called Man of Medan. Ooh, okay, connection. Thank you. I've got to connect it to video games somehow. 
<laughs> but no, that is a good choice. It's not everyone's favorite film, but I I think that's a very good choice. So I'll add that to my watch list. Yes. This next film, um, I've never heard of, but apparently it's on Netflix. Is called Night Books. I feel like this might be like a like a children's movie. And I did have some answers from some kids. Um, it is Scary Story fan Alex. Ooh, same Alex. Must tell a spine-tingling tale every night or stay trapped with his new friend in a wicked witch's magical apartment forever. Yes. It has I've... a kid from It, I think. Yeah, so this has been advertised. Um, I think maybe my parents has watched this or watched something similar. Um, but I haven't really heard anything about it, but I do know it exists. Yes, it is a kid's fantasy horror movie based on the book by the same name. Mm. So cute. We love that. Like, pop off. We love children who are horror fans. <laughs> I'm glad you continued that sentence because if you just stop, we love children. You're like, I'm concerned. Okay. <gasps> this next one um, was somebody that was vending next to me um, named Aeon. They have really cool crystal jewelry. And I, at the end of the night, we were all packing up and they were like, you never asked me what my favorite scary movie was. Why didn't you ask me? And I was like, okay, what is it? Tell me. So I wrote it down for them. And that is The Witch. Ooh, very good choice. Very good choice. I rewatched this movie recently and I fucking love it. It has creep factor at fucking 100 it's definitely a slow burn but really solid choice like that movie is so unsettling and Mm -hmm. perfect for halloween time a hundred percent and you know we do complain a lot about long films like bring back short films but i think this film did need the long film format because it needed to give you this story in the way it was told and also just the way it looks like the cinematography is stunning one of my favorite recent moments in horror is the final scene Mm. where she is watching all of the women levitate that is the scene that i want tattooed like on my sternum Oh my god, I re- I actually have seen um someone on TikTok say the exact same thing. Seriously, like yes. that shot resonated with me. I was like, this is like deeply like hitting me for some reason. So I fucking love this movie. It was stunning. And also you could interpret the ending in in different ways because the way she laughs when she starts levitating as well is it can be interpreted so many ways. So excellent choice. When um they said The Witch and I was like, oh, and they were like, have you seen that movie? I said, wouldst thou like to live deliciously? Yes, of course I've seen that movie. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Fuck, I love it so much. Um, This next one, fucking solid choice. And that is the original Halloween. Mm-hmm. Big shout out, Elijah. Yes, that's a very solid choice and a classic, obviously, because it's, it's basically set on Halloween night and, you know... It's just, the original Halloween is just perfection. It really is. It's one of those movies that, like, like I said, I kind of wish that they had stopped it after the first two because they, that is such a a perfect, like you said, movie. Like, unmatched, like, amazing. Well, I actually saw recently that John Carpenter actually wanted to stop after the second one 
Like he, That's what I'm saying. They want yeah. Season of the Witch to kind of start a new story. Yeah. So, still centered around Halloween because those two movies, especially original. Snap. Oh my God, snaps. <laughs> <laughs> no, perfect choice. Okay. I have a story about this one. This person was at another booth and I, it was actually Aeon's booth that gave me the answer, the witch. Um, they were shopping around and Aeon goes, I like your gloves. And the person was like, oh, thank you. They're Frank Iroh gloves. And I said, are you fucking kidding me? My chemical romance. And they were like, oh my fucking God, yes. And we connected and they were, ended up being a 16 year old. And I was like, why was I you? You are me. I'm talking to myself right now. They gave me the answer Suspiria because that is Gerard Way's favorite scary movie. That person, that 16 year old is definitely you because you (laughs) love Suspiria. And we've obviously got to do an episode on that film. I would love to because I And obviously, it's the original Suspiria. I love both the original and the remake. Such a solid choice. And I just love the fact that it was given because that's my favorite movie to watch because that's Gerard Way's favorite movie to watch. (laughs) (laughs) But no, this is why we're doing this segment is because the horror community, you can connect in so many different ways. And you really can. And honestly, Again, I'm going to say it again, the horror community is one of the nicest communities I've been a part of. And I was a part of Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, I love talking to people about horror. I loved sitting there and talking to everyone that gave me an answer because either we talked about the movie that they were going to write down or we just talked about another movie. And it was good. Like every conversation that I had was good. And they were mainly all centered around scary movies. So I love that. Yeah. Okay, the next one. Interesting, because we talked about this movie earlier. This person said, uh, I'm going to say this one because it's the most recent that I watched. And that's Smile. Ooh, interesting. So I've not yet seen Smile. I'm probably going to wait for it to come out because I don't think I can convince my parents to go watch that in the cinema with me. Yeah, I've I just feel like I said like I kind of feel like I already know the storyline. Like this feels very much like The Ring. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like this movie probably doesn't reinvent the wheel, but it's still good. So I'm just like, mm, do I want to pay like fifteen dollars to go see it? Not really. So I'm with you. I'll watch it when it streams. So we might have to come back to that one. Yeah. Okay. So this next movie that somebody gave me is called Seven. Oh, is it with like the number seven in it? Yes, it's like a noir with Brad Pitt and Morgan yes. Freeman. This film is fucking fantastic. Oh my god, what's David in the book? What's in the book? It's just honestly, I love these kinds of like crime thriller like films. Like one of my favorite films is Shutter Island. Yeah, I fully love that film, and I understood the ending thoroughly. Um, which some people don't, but it, again, it crime thrillers. I don't know what it is, but I love them. And Seven is a fantastic one to watch with Morgan Freeman as well. Hello. <laughs> I think I've seen like half of this movie. Um, I mainly remember Gwyneth Paltrow, and now thinking about it, I'm like, ew, Gwyneth Paltrow, mm. <laughs> and also ew, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> And also, yum, wonderful Brad Pitt. Yes. (laughs) Well, I have heard some things about Brad Pitt, but we would discuss that after. Okay. This next answer. I had a really good conversation with this person. 
they wrote down Oculus, which then we ended up talking about Mike Flanagan because I was like, did you know that's a Mike Flanagan film? And they were like, oh my gosh, I don't know who that is. And I was like, have you seen The Haunting of Hill House? The Haunting of Bly Manor? Gerald's Game? They were like, yes. And I'm like, Mike Flanagan. So you must like Mike Flanagan. Um, And they had never seen Hush. So I recommended Hush to them. Oh my god. Again, I think Hush is one of his most underrated films. Like, I think I told you about Hush and you watched it and you're like, oh my god. It is. Yeah. Oh, but Oculus as well. Like, oh my god. Yes. So it was two people and I wrote that down for them. I'm like, it's on Netflix. Go and watch it. I really hope that they watched it. They really seemed into it. They were like, yeah, we're going to go home and watch this. Like, this sounds really good. And I was like, I really hope that you follow through because that movie is so solid. I think we should definitely do an episode on it. Uh, well, we need to do a whole episode on the Flanagan verse. Yeah. <laughs> Let's face yeah, it. Yeah, that's so true. Hey. Hey. We will be. Oh. At least talking about something of his coming yes. up soon. Yes. Well, partly his, but everything else to do with that. Yes. <laughs> hint, hint. This next one so solid and that is let the right one in Ooh, but which one the original or the u.s remake if it's the original snapped u.s remake this person was anonymous i don't remember anybody talking to me about this but fuck that solid choice that movie is perfectly eerie and i think when we did our werewolves versus vampires i had said like i don't know what i should write down yes because i wanted to choose let the right one in but ended up being something else but such a good eerie movie like Mm -hmm. i don't find it very scary i find it ominous and like but also kind of unlike anything that i've seen before right like honestly this is what i say about foreign horrors they have such unique concepts and they do them so well obviously they us should not touch them but if it's a way to give the film new life to a new audience then okay fine i'll allow it as long as they go back and watch the original Or do, like, I think it's funny games where you do, like, a shot-for-shot same thing. Like, one movie that I feel like would benefit that that's not, like, a foreign film, though, would be a shot-for-shot creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm. Yes, they need to revamp that to give it new life for a new audience. Because I love Creature from the Black Lagoon. Like, I have a little pop Funko of him. Yes. um, I also showed that movie to Val's mom recently. Yes. This was also a booth mate that was working with Aeon. I'm so sorry I forget your name, but I'm glad you got those chicken nuggets. Um, And that is Ghostbusters 2016. I have not watched it still, unfortunately. I know. I, I have lived my life since Ghostbusters, assuming that you saw that film. I don't even know why I question it, to be honest. So it really fucking hurts to hear that you haven't watched it. Because Listen, when, they, when I know. they gave me their answer, I was like do you mean the girl Ghostbusters? And they were like, fuck yeah, I mean the girl Ghostbusters. And I was like, that movie is for the girls, the gays, and the theys. So it really shocks me that you haven't seen it. All female Ghostbusters, the feminist is taking over. I'm an adult virgin. Oh my (laughs) gosh. (laughs) So V, this one, this next one, from at Cryptid Tiger. Hi, at Cryptid Tiger. Fucking hush. (gasps) Oh my god, Yes! Oh my god, finally! So, this film, okay, it is perfect. Like, if you don't know the premise, 
Um, basically, it's about a deaf writer who um, has a house in like a remote area and basically it's an invasion film and that's all i'm gonna say and it is done so perfectly yeah it's just done so perfectly and the kills in this film are also very gnarly when they happen if you are um if you have a epilepsy that's sensitive to light flashing i recommend not watching this film but it is just again mike flanagan is done so well and it's one of his most underrated films he's done i cannot stress this enough hush is definitely an underrated gem I fucking love that movie. I think that it is a movie that everyone should see because, like you said, it is definitely different than anything that I've seen in recent. Um, So, yeah, that's a good one. I want to do... I don't want to say too much about it because I would love to do a a whole episode dedicated to it because... 100%. 100%. No, it is not like anything Mike Flanagan has done. I think it is definitely one of his first ones he's done that is on the mainstream but again i don't really hear people talk about it and it needs to be talked about more yes because i feel like people really really admire him and his work um and we definitely are people that admire and love his work so yeah i think that it's underrated and definitely everyone should watch it this next one i think we can both agree as well that everybody should watch Friday the 13th. Oh my god, yes. Obviously the original and not the, I think it's 2013 remake, I want to say. If I've got that right off the top of my head. (laughs) I just typed in Friday-Dean. I can't type. No, but like the remake doesn't stay true to the original. 2009. Oh, so close. But no, because in the original it's not Jason being the killer. Yeah, it's crazy-ass Mrs. Voorhees. Sorry, spoiler alert if you haven't seen that movie. But fuck, if you haven't seen that movie... (laughs) (laughs) What do you do with your life? Because it's a classic. And with it starting off a franchise that the main person that's, you know, supposed to be the killer is not the killer, it's fantastic. And when you find out that it's Mrs. Voorhees being the killer, and then that ending as well, that opens it up to be Jason is just perfect like i do enjoy the 2009 remake but it doesn't stay true to what the essence of the original friday the 13th was i completely agree with your sentiment on that one this one i remember this person they said i don't know if it's my favorite but it's the one that traumatized me the most and i said "Ooh, please give it to me give it to me (laughs) and that is the 1977 version of the hills have eyes Wes Craven's second movie after The Last House on the Left. And wow, that movie is fucked up. I am going to break your heart here. You have not seen that movie. Unfortunately, I have not seen that Have you seen The Last House on the Left at least? And that's me for the day. Goodbye. (laughs) Daggers right now, I feel in my heart. This movie, I feel like, I mean, Last House on the Left, do not get me wrong. That is such a fucking phenomenal start to someone's career um, because that movie is disturbing. But Lord Jesus, is The Hills Have Eyes fucked up because it has one of my scarediest tropes that I'm scared of. And that is people eating people. Oh, cannibals. Ooh, I'm not going to say anything else. (laughs) This next answer, I think, was my favorite conversation I had all day, surprisingly. Everybody's conversations were amazing, but this child told me he really couldn't 
communicate or convey. Like, he was so excited to tell me that it's a movie that he thinks is called Haunted Babysitter, but he doesn't really know. But maybe it has a babysitter and it's haunted. And he definitely said there's monsters because I was thinking like, oh, the babysitter. But I'm like, this kid is far too young to have been watching the babysitter. <laughs> I'm having a look. I mean, could it be killer ba- babysitter killer? Mm, I don't know. No, there's no way. Like, this kid was like, pretty young but i just really enjoyed talking to him because he was I like mean, i don't know but it scared me it had monsters yeah there's a book about it there's a book called babysitters that are like look like the um horror i wish i knew but if it if this kid was so excited to tell you that it really made cute. me excited and i didn't even know what the fuck he was talking about i was like oh my god this is so cute yes i love it i was like i've never seen that movie but amazing tell me more about it now if you want to hear us talk more about this answer that somebody gave us thank you sunny clark that movie is trick-or-treat and i think that our episode previously sums up our feelings yes oh my god that again is a perfect pick to watch around halloween because obviously trick-or-treat is based around halloween night and we love Sam. And obviously, if you are a listener of us, you would have listened to us gush and talk about it in the previous episode. But yeah, the perfect pick. And if you're not somebody who listens to us regularly, we have like 30 other episodes that you can listen to. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Okay. I love that answer. I love Trick or Treat. Ooh, and... This person makes really, really cool art. They were also a vendor at that show, and their name is Lance underscore V underscore Dingus. <laughs> Love that name. They said, and I think that this was my first answer of the day, the second, not the first, but the second Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Which one? If it's the original. The original. Okay, then yeah, that's that snaps to you because the original is so unnerving. Um, I don't know why they would even try and remake the Texas Chainsaw Massacre when the first one is just absolutely perfect because we know my feelings on the remake that just recently happened and it should have never been done or if it should have been done, it should have been someone like Rob Zombie. I think I've watched that movie one time and I put it out of my brain. Mm. So, sure, because the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I knew about it when I was a kid and I was like... Obviously, I'm not going to watch this because I fucking hate cannibals. And then I watched it like as a teenager and I was like, okay, (laughs) I fucking hate cannibals. (laughs) I'm just like, I I don't have a connection to those films, but I'm glad that you love that movie. That's amazing for you, dude. This next one, though, V is going to throw up. Oh, good. It went down the wrong way and it was like, perfect. I don't want this episode to make me seem like I'm being a bitch and that I don't like horror, but um. Some of these I'm just like, eh, it's You've okay. You've got a certain taste. I do have a certain taste. And this next movie is definitely Meg's brand of horror. And that is The Shining. We know my feelings on The Shining. I was going to say, and it's funny that my brand of horror is not necessarily your brand of horror. Mm. Because I know that you have a lot of feelings about The Shining. But this is why we work well together. Because it would be boring if we had the same opinion every single time. I mean, it's true, but, like, that movie is amazing and wonderful, even though it wasn't Stephen King's vision. It was Kubrick's vision, and it was a good one. So, that is probably the only time that I will waver against Stephen King. The the second Friday the 13th movie. Thoughts, feelings, opinions. 
Excuse me, I'm Beppy Weppy. Oh, this is where we get Sackhead Jason. Yes, this film is... I've thoroughly enjoyed this because this is where we first get to see Jason and we don't get his iconic um, hockey mask. No, but <laughs> Sackhead Jason is phenomenal. Yes, I find him to sort of be amazing and wonderful and i love him he's like one of my favorite like slashers in a way that he's just so big and like ominous and i'm like why am i scared of you but also what are you doing yeah also i just want to heal you from your trauma (laughs) (laughs) definition of i could fix him again (laughs) stop (laughs) but no i completely get that like because we've had so many actors play Jason, they've all given different interpretations of what they think Jason is. And, you know, especially with Sackhead Jason compared to Hockey Marsh Jason, I think Sackhead Jason different. is a bit more uh, intimidating. Yes. I When I think of someone having a sack over their head, this is going to get really dark. I think of, um, you know. Not good things. No, not good things. I'm not going to say it because, you know, it's bad. But um, especially when he's got a, a rope literally tying the sack on his head. Yeah. Now, for me, I'm also like, ooh, you're so big and scary. <laughs> ooh, look at this muscle. <laughs> now, this next one, I know that you can relate to. That was just, like, really off the cuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Thank you, Alex. Yes, thank you, Alex. Solid choice in my mind. I think because we mainly focus on Christmas in that film, um, I don't tend to watch it around, you know, the Halloween time um, because it's literally only the, I would say, first 15, 20 minutes of the film that is actually literally centered around Halloween and the rest is focused on Christmas. But it it is a fantastic choice. I would personally go Coraline over Nightmare Before Christmas but again I respect your choice and if you love watching that around Halloween that's good for you I just personally watch it around Christmas I don't (laughs) I just don't watch it (laughs) well it's I've seen it like once maybe twice like I've seen it once all the way through but I've seen like pieces of it here and there I kind of agree with you but it's yeah but it's also kind of like the perfect blend between those two holidays and i fucking love christmas and i love halloween so like pop off yeah i love that for you if we were going like stop motion Coraline or corpse's bride over nightmare before christmas personally and i love nightmare before christmas but also those were like made afterwards so like credit where credit's due like it's still good hold on Stop motion was a thing in the UK before Nightmare Before Christmas, and that was because of Wallace and Gromit. And Wallace and Gromit are British icons. <laughs> Wallace and Gromit should be considered horror because they scare me. Wallace and Gromit, um, Curse of the Were-Rabbit, is a fantastic film. I remember that film, and honestly, I don't know what it is about him. I think it might be the eyes that scare me the most. What is his eyes? <laughs> yeah, they're huge, dude. Cheese, Gromit. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I don't like that. Ooh, this next answer has two people on it. Okay. So it must have been like a duo. Jonah, Jonah, I don't know. The Crow. 
Interesting. V and I haven't watched that for separate reasons, but yeah. I've seen clips and I know it is a good film. Um, and obviously they're making they're remaking it, but I can totally see why it would be someone's favorite film to watch around Halloween. And I have said before that I have purposely not watched that movie because I think that it's gonna be really hard for me to sit through knowing everything about the movie. Yeah. So you know, I know what it's about, but I'm just going to have to like go into it with the right mindset. Maybe I don't have the right mindset right now. <laughs> well, I think you might want to wait for the um remake, the reboot. But also like I'll want to know if it stacks up to the original, but I I think that's why I'm putting it off. Now this next one from mm. somebody named Ash, which Ash who? Ash Ketchum? Pokémon. <laughs> Got to catch him. Catch him. Pokemon. I love that name. They said The Nightmare on Elm Street. Ooh. I don't know if they mean the new one. No, I think they do mean the old one. I think we had a discussion about this. Love. A hundred percent. And um, I was having a discussion with my mum last night. I'm going to go off on a tangent here because um, I've recently um, convinced my parents to go with me to the cinema to watch new horror releases that I think they would be okay watching. I'm not going to take them to see Smile because I know they would fucking hate it. But um, <laughs> after we saw Halloween Ends, um, my mum came in and we were discussing, like, she was like, because I think when we first started this podcast, my I discussed that my parents um, didn't realise how much horror they've watched. And my mum reiterates that after every time we go to the cinema to watch a horror film. She's like, honestly, I... I- didn't realize actually how much horror we've watched she was like but i can't do nightmare on elm street there was something about El- nightmare on elm street that i i don't like no i will say it's not for everybody but like freddie is i think for me one of those characters that just screams horror like and i know that the that throughout the run of nightmare on elm street it kind of got more comedic more mm. than it probably should have been but the original nightmare on elm street freddy fest jason <laughs> i was about to say back to your point but the original nightmare on elm street yeah is terrifying like and just even that concept concept of the character of freddy is really scary like sleep we all need sleep are you kidding yeah. with me like you're gonna fuck with my sleep schedule fuck you freddie like 100 percent. like i was speaking to one of my favorite customers chris hey chris hey bestie and hey, i was telling him that i was you know seeing halloween ends and we were discussing and i i literally had a full-on argument with him because he thought the guy who plays jigsaw was the guy who plays freddy krueger and i was like no that is Robert England. Get it right. And I had a full-on argument with him. And he was like, oh, you are right. He's like, but they look so similar. And I couldn't bring myself to tell him no. They look completely different. One of my friends, Dr. Ashton, said that recently she went to like, she went somewhere and they were talking about scary movies and the person was like trying to school her and she was like, actually, no. Like, sit down. And I love that for you guys because amazing. But also that movie I think gives you a really good final girl in Nancy. I yes. enjoy her character. Um so really good choice, Ash. Yes. Fantastic choice. <gasps> Speaking of fantastic choices, is it what we what we yes! do in the shadows? Yes. Oh my god we uh, i'm still upset we i haven't got the newest um series in the uk 
for the TV series of this. Um, because yeah, I want to really see good. Nandor with plastic surgery. <laughs> that scene is so fucking good. Like, I'm <laughs> telling you right now. But I think that they were talking about the original movie, which is also yeah. so good. Like, who doesn't love a funny vampire movie? Honestly, like, and it's like a mockumentary as well, which is also yeah. fantastic. This film. If you enjoy vampires, but you like comedies, this film is for you. And then if you really enjoyed the film, watch the TV series, because that's also really funny, because it's, it might be different characters, but it's really great. And um, it's, um, his name is Mark. Fucking Mark. They said that they had a shirt, I think, that said the werewolves, not swearwolves. And I was like, I love that for you. Also, it's Taika. So like, yeah, who doesn't love him? Honestly, perfect choice. And again, we need to talk about this, but when I'm yes. up to date on the latest series. <laughs> yeah, so we can do like a movie and series. Yes. The, this is insane. The amount of love for this movie that's going on right now. Nope. Oh my God. Again, like we've done a whole episode on this because again, it was released later in the UK and I got to watch it on World Cinema Day when tickets were £3. It is just so good and I don't know why anyone would shit on this film, especially with the design of the alien. Yeah, it's just such a refreshing horror film and I think that that's why people love it so much is like, it truly is the first of its kind, I feel like. Jordan Peele is a mastermind. We've said that on this podcast before. We are huge fans of not only this movie, but him in general. He is just a creative that I love to watch. So yes, solid. Yes. And I'm going to say it again. I love comedy, guys. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, this movie is in my heart. This is my probably favorite scary movie next to x and that is the original scream oh perfect choice i know i say that a lot but there are so many good horror films out there and the original scream and the way they marketed it was just perfection like making drew barrymore the center of the poster and killing her off in the first sequence of the film was amazing and drew barrymore was so up for it like the story behind this film is just amazing wes craven is one of my favorite filmmakers he directed this so beautifully and kevin williamson's script is so good it's like a whodunit slasher type of movie that just really changed the face of horror after it was released. This series is so special to me, but it's also so important in the horror community. I fucking love Scream. Yes. So, V, this answer is actually the last answer. Interesting, okay. And I am on the last bit of my wine. Oh, so fitting. Oh my god. (laughs) I can't believe this is the last answer. Bride of Chucky. Dot, 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 dot. Jennifer Tilly is hot. (laughs) Love Val. Oh my god. Val. Again, I love Bride of Chucky. I, it's one of my, it's probably my favorite out of the uh, Charles Play franchise. Val and I have a bit of a connection when it comes to talking about this movie because 
Val said that they used to really be scared of this particular movie, like Chucky and Bride of Chucky when they were younger, but now has like grown to love the Chucky franchise, which I think is amazing. And I love that because I feel like that was me with Salem's Lot. Like I was scared of Barlow, but now I've come to love and adore that. So I love Val's answer Bride of Chucky because they used to be scared of that and now they're not. So that's amazing. I love that answer, and I love that that was the last one that I chose. Oh, my God. It was just the perfect ending. Like, if you're going to watch anything from the Charles Play franchise, I would say Bride of Chucky is the one to watch. I also really enjoy Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky, like the straight-to-DVD Chucky films. Yeah, it is just... Again, a fantastic choice. Go on, Val. I love Chucky because I know that I could whoop his ass. I don't know if I could whoop Tiffany's ass, but I definitely would wipe the floor with Chucky. I think you need to watch the series. Okay, so I need to watch the TV series. Yes, definitely watch the TV series because you get a lot more Jennifer Tilly in it. And I think you would enjoy the tv series i'll give it a shot i'm sure val wants to watch it so yes not expecting you to like love it it's like the best tv i've ever watched but it's just like a fun little thing to watch okay like something to pop on just like all right yeah i'll watch this yeah exactly like i'm not expecting you to watch it tomorrow because i'm demanding it like you can watch it in your own time because it's not something that you would immediately put on like it wasn't something that i immediately put on um, but when it kept getting advertised to me on my Now TV, I just put it on because I had nothing else to watch and I just binged it. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I can't believe, number one, that we got so many people talking about Nope. I know. That is incredible. Like that movie really resonated with people. That's kind of surprising. But like I said, I ended up having several conversations that day about Mike Flanagan. And I feel like those were the two big takeaways from doing this is like, damn, people really love Mike Flanagan and damn, people really love the movie Nope. This is what I think we've been saying either on the podcast or privately that Mike Flanagan and um, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele, fucking hell, the wine's already got to me. Jordan Peele have changed the horror game. If we think about it, the amount of love these two directors have gotten for their TV series or films is amazing because they're giving fresh takes on horror, which we need because we can't keep getting reboots of old franchises that practically should have been left alone. Basically, I feel like what this tells me is in an oversaturated horror market, people that are doing new, fresh things are the things that people are looking to right now. Yeah. So I love doing stuff like this. I think we should continue doing stuff like this because it's really interesting to see, like, like we talked about the horror community be so giving and like starting that communication. So that's really interesting. I love that. Me too. We just keep winning with Flanagan and Peel. Like, I love them. We really do. It's amazing. And, you know, again, like, this was amazing to do because I love the horror community. And even though, yes, some were very similar answers, we've got so many different ranges and so many different answers and i'm surprised at the amount that i actually agreed with like i think there was only maybe one or two that i was like oh 
not iffy on, but the amount of answers that were given, I was like, yeah, these are fantastic films and I can totally see why you would pick that as a film you would watch around Halloween. I definitely feel like what's your favorite scary movie should be like a thing that we do regularly, not regularly, but like as a little treat because that was fun. I love hearing what other people like to watch. And like I said, watching a scary movie is a perfect thing to do around Halloween. V, do you have any Halloween plans for this year? So I potentially am going to MCM Comic Con, which is a London convention um, with Alice. But on actual Halloween, I've got work booked off. So I'm just gonna set up. Oh yeah, that's on a Monday. Yeah, it's on a Monday. So I've got work booked off and I'm just going to sit at home and watch horror. F- well, not horror films, but films I like to watch around Halloween. You're going to watch your top three. I'm going to watch my top three and maybe some of these picks. Ooh, that's a very good answer. Well, I'm going to be spending this Halloween in Salem. I'm so excited for you. I'm excited. I will definitely report back. <laughs> but um, before we end the episode, um, we did promise that we would give some like little tips and hints on how to um basically start your own podcast because we had a very nice lady um on instagram message us um let me just pull up um her name um she was so kind to message us and say that she met meg at the vendor show and she was looking to start her own podcast and wanted to basically get some tips on how to do that. So um, her Instagram is called Nook Crannies and Crockpots Podcast, which is very cute. That is very cute. Yeah, so V and I started this podcast because we would send voice memos to each other mm-hmm. all the time about horror movies. And um, first of all, I just think that you need to just go for it. Like, we were just like, okay, let's fucking do this. Like, we love talking, (laughs) LOL. So make sure that you like to talk because, Lord Jesus, will you talk? Mm -hmm. And um, I think both of us record on what? GarageBand, just our Macs? Yeah, yeah. So thankfully, we both do have Apple products. We did start on um, this website um i can't remember the name of it but and it was horrible yeah it <laughs> was causing um meg's audio to be really fucking awful so now i will say i feel like we have a unique battle too starting off because we aren't in the same location yeah so if you're wanting to record with somebody that's not with you maybe just look into that first because we didn't and um you can tell by the first episode but (laughs) having a good product val got me a yeti microphone for christmas and i got a mac v do you have any specific brand that you use because it's just like a pink yes so it's a um razor microphone the brand razor which um do a lot of um pc stuff so it's i think it's mainly used for streaming um but i got it because it's pink and my head setup is pink but you don't have to do that (laughs) if you don't want to and i um got bequeathed um a macbook air by my mum and because she wasn't using it anymore so she passed it down to me and we both uh we basically facetime each other through um either our ipads or our phone um because i don't have an ipad so i use it through my phone meg does it for her ipad we basically had headphones on and that's how we do it and we record i send my audio over to meg because she learned how to do the editing 
It's really not hard. Like, I taught myself how to edit it. We both record on GarageBand. V just sends me the audio file. And you can find, like, YouTube videos teaching you how to do, like, certain commands because you really don't need, like, a lot of commands. But I will say it can be kind of time-consuming depending on what level you're going to cut at and if you have not great recording equipment or you have like an audio issue like we did on the first episode it can be kind of difficult to learn that by yourself but you can do it stay strong if you don't have a mac i don't know how to help you because i'm not technological i think um you can also use maybe um if you've got zoom i think you record the you can record the audio from zoom so it's just going online and seeing what there is out there that if you're not in the same room or basically in the same country as the person you're recording with definitely look into it um if you are in the same room again i would suggest maybe still looking into it because if you're recording two people in the same room i don't think you would want to use the same microphone we don't do video recording either because we one not figured that out and two we know that's (laughs) going to be a lot of fucking effort that we don't have at the moment because we both work full-time jobs and audio is you know time-consuming enough yeah but if i can teach myself how to do it anybody can teach themselves how to do it it is just finding number one the equipment that you want to use that's important so whether you're going to do it on a pc or a mac i would find a good stable recording platform get decent equipment like not everybody can afford crazy expensive stuff and our mics aren't like crazy expensive no um and then Three is just go for it. Like, I mm-hmm. just do it. Like, it can be kind of intimidating. And I think that when I've interviewed people, <laughs> Trevor and Val, and when I've talked to people about wanting to be on the podcast, they're like, uh, I don't know. I'm nervous. I know that, like, Alice was kind of nervous. And yeah. I was like, I didn't really know what to say. Like, just do it. Whatever comes out is fine. You don't have to make your podcast for anyone except for yourself. Um, And if you love it, then that's what's most important. So, yeah, just do it. (laughs) Yeah, you don't need to do crazy research. Like, I'm definitely the kind of person that doesn't do crazy research for stuff. If it's, like, in-depth topics about, like, certain things, then I will do some research. But I will mainly go off what my thoughts and feelings are because that's how I work. But then Meg will do, you know, three, four pages (laughs) of, um, (laughs) uh, like, things. Um, So it really depends on your work style. Um, Yes. And let us know when you start recording because we would love to listen to your pod. Yes. And also, top tip, if you want more Instagram followers, you have to promote posts, unfortunately. Oh, my God. Hashtags are not enough. You have to spend money to get people to follow you. I had this discussion at the vendor show and I'm like, you want to know what's really tiring is like putting yourself on the Internet. Like that can be tiring. So also when you do anything where you have to post things a lot, just take care of yourself. Yeah, 100% because even though at the moment we get, you know, spam accounts commenting like, promote this on blah, blah, blah. And I've literally just gone back like, have you listened to the episode? (laughs) But I know if over time, if we do get bigger, there will probably be criticisms on how we speak, how we look and that sort of thing. And, you know, that just comes with being on online, unfortunately. And, you know, I thankfully have a thick skin because I was kind of quote-unquote um popular on tumblr (laughs) 
Or you could just be like me and just be like, I don't fucking care if anybody else likes it. If I like it, fuck it, I'm going to do it. So Yeah, but I don't think we will get those kinds of comments because, again, the horror community is lovely and we can disagree on things. That's absolutely fine. And still be civil. Yeah, as long as you're respectful to the people you're talking to, it will be absolutely fine. And make sure you're talking about something that you have a full-on passion for. Yeah, because it's a lot of talking, like I said. Yeah, and it's a lot of talking. If, if you're doing it by yourself, God bless you, because it's bad enough doing it for just the two of us. Just the two, two of us. We can make it if we try. Like, there will be some episodes where one of us does the most talking and the other one just, like, goes, yeah, 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 yeah. And there'll be other times that we do, like, 50-50 share. And, you know, by the end of it, like, my lips are dry. My mouth is dry. I don't want to talk to anyone for a week, but that's part of my job is talking to people. Basically, just think of it as a form of art even though it's not like you can create it to be whatever you want so just do what you want get yourself some equipment and Mm. just go for it because it's fun last thing pre-plan topics that you're going to record because that does help it does help it does really help um set yourself um how many episodes you want to release in a month like once a week once every two weeks maybe multiple weeks like planned before you actually start doing because if you don't fully know what you're going to do before you start releasing stuff, you're just going to essentially fuck yourself over. So make sure you have fully made yourself and your podcast re- like realise like if you want intro music, find someone that will do intro music. If you want a professional logo, find someone that will do your professional logo. Figure out how many posts on socials you want to do. Figure out when you want to repost your podcast in the week. This sounds like a lot. Yeah, it sounds like a lot. But once you figured out those basic things and you start rolling, like we said in the middle of this, we've almost been doing this for a year and it's gone so fast. And it's fun. So it's just fun. like have fun with it. I have fun with you every week. Um, yeah. I'm sad that we will miss a week recording. So there probably won't be an episode next week. But you want to know what? I hope you guys can get through that week. I don't know if I can get through a week without V. I want to be very sad. No, honestly, when we don't record for a week, we're literally like, I don't feel right. I feel like I haven't talked to you in a month. And it's literally just been a week. Like, I feel like we've been so codependent on each other recording this. (laughs) I love that. So if you want to be our friend on social medias, I think that V has said it a couple of different times. We're on Twitter at Horror Huns Pod and on Instagram at Horror Huns Podcast. Well, V, I have a question for you. Do you have any final thoughts for this Halloween episode? Um, may your Halloween be spooky and joyful. Remember that you don't have to watch quote unquote horror films around this time of year. Just watch films that make you feel nostalgic to when you were a child and that's all i've really got to say is just live your best life besties absolutely um eat drink if you want to drink and be scary this halloween season and stay safe out there happy halloween friends happy halloween girls Thank you.